Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I, I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon, uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some uh, – I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to hear what they think. So for our little Patreon – Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah. yeah, I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show, where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about some big changes coming to the X Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review. And I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Oh, man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline. Across ver- or my timelines across various social media platforms, people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years. I mean, we did an entire entire episode about that, and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode. But anyway, uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast. We are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that, but... In following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four-hour or almost four-hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, in some ways it does increase my appreciation for Endgame or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's all been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it's really hard. I don't know if people are aware of this. They should be because we've seen a lot of this in last seasons of TV shows and, and endings for various ser- film series, trilogies, whatever. It's really hard to deliver a universally satisfying finale. And while you can never deliver anything that everybody's going to like, I'm not trying to dismiss that there are some people who didn't like Avengers Endgame or even if they liked it, they didn't love it quite as much as everybody else did. But the vast majority of people out there, whether it's fans or critics, seem to be uh, heavily in favor 
of what happened with Avengers Endgame. They love the movie, and of course, we loved it. So it, it's that much more impressive when you see how hard it is to deliver a finale. And that's not to compare, you know, the quality of the creative choices, but just for things to work out the way that they have with Marvel Studios and with the MCU, and for people to be so satisfied, to have so much positive consensus about Avengers Endgame, that was really hard to do, you know, for Marvel with 11 years and the 22nd film in this series to deliver uh, a finale that people would find that so many people would find so satisfying, that was never going to be easy. And I think the degree of difficulty has been highlighted by some of what we've seen uh, with Game of Thrones, but it would also date back, obviously, to other finales that we've seen over the years across television and movies. Uh, it's really freaking hard to do, and Marvel Studios was able to accomplish it with Endgame. Stick, sticking the landing is one of the hardest things to do ever in, in entertainment, I think, with when, especially when you're doing a overall like saga or series or whatever you know, you're, you want to talk about, because look at something like outside of genre, you know, look at the Sopranos, right? Everyone mm -hmm. had something to say about that. And the ending of that series, I personally love, by the way, the ending of the Sopranos, I think it's amazing. Um, excuse me. Yeah. But, I mean, that was divisive and there wasn't even Twitter. There, Twitter was alive. It just was barely but not, alive. It, it was not what it is. To, I mean, agreed. Yeah, I agreed. I, it's not, no, not even close to what it is now, but it was, I remember, in fact, I remember reading Jonathan Hickman's uh, comments about so mm. the Sopranos uh, finale. I wasn't watching it at the time. Uh, I watched it a couple of years later when I got when when I think uh, you know accessibility for all these things became more you know I could get the series more. But anyway, but yes, I think you're right. The endings of films and series are very divisive for so many people. Look at uh, The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, that movie is way more split than people, at least in my opinion. And and again, I'm not trying to start up a debate uh, yeah. here or, or, or whatever, but my point is there's just, there's always, usually when, when there's an ending of something, there's usually a little bit of a backlash or there's, there's a lot of people who are unhappy with things that have gone on or, or whatever. There's going to be a, a, a fair amount of dissent. Right. Yes. Like, and they're usually, and, and even with, common. yeah, even with Dark Knight Rises, where you could say, well, and, and I would say this as the leading defense attorney for the Dark Knight Rises for the past almost seven years now, that <laughs> most critics still liked it. It's, you know, mid to upper 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. It did fairly well with critics. It did well at the box office, received, I think, an A cinema score, which same as Dark Knight got as far as what general audience uh, perception of the film. Uh, but, there is still a very vocal, you know, portion of, of fans who weren't happy with it. And even non like Batman fans, just more general audience, they're still across social media. There's still a lot of people who will knock that movie. Um, so even as somebody who likes Dark Knight Rises and has defended it and says that the split isn't as large as, as it's made out to be, there is still at least some split and it's certainly more sizable than what we're seeing with Endgame. Yeah. And I think with when you have all that, right? When you have the Dark Knight Rises and you have, you know, whatever series you want to talk about, the expectations are always going to be high, especially mm -hmm. if you're following something like, let's say, the Dark Knight, right? Like you have – it's natural to get those expectations because the previous things were always good. So we're always going in you know, with 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 Marvel. It's, it's even more unique because you've got 22 films. Now yeah. – those films are not always well loved as equals, right? But I think, but if we look at on a more of a micro level, like a Avengers level, I mean, but most of them are at least 
well liked. I mean, the the no, majority I, yeah, of Marvel films. I mean, if we're going back into thinking like, well, which ones weren't that well received? It's what Iron Man two and Thor: The Dark World. Maybe to some extent, <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron. I mean, it's out of the twenty one movies ahead of Avengers: Endgame. At most, it's a handful where it's a little more touch and go in terms of who you know how many people like it versus don't like it. And they're all still, by the way, I'm well aware, all fresh ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Majority of critics still at least like. Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I, I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some. Uh, I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So for our little Patreon. Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah. yeah, I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show, where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about some big changes coming to the X Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review. And I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Oh, man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline. Across ver- or my timelines across various social media platforms, people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years. I mean, we did an entire entire episode about that, and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode. But anyway, uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast. We are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that, but... In following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our... Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I, I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some uh, – I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know, know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So – 
for our little Patreon Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah, yeah I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about. Some big changes coming to the X-Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books uh, starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame Spoiler review, and I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Oh, man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel... Is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline across ver- or my timelines across various social media platforms. People don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years. I mean, we did an entire entire episode about that, and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode. But anyway. Uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast. We are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that. But in following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four hour or almost four hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been. In some ways, it does increase my appreciation for Endgame, or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame. Coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's all been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it... Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon, uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some... Uh, I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat, so I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So, for our little Patreon Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah, yeah I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about. Some big changes coming to the X-Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that 
and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review, and I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Uh, (laughs) Kidding, man. Man. There's, oh man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. Feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline. Across ver- or my timelines across various social media platforms, people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years. I mean, we did an entire entire episode about that, and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode. But anyway, uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast. We are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that, but. In following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four-hour or almost four-hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, in some ways it does increase my appreciation for Endgame or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame. Coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's all been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it's really hard. I don't know if people are aware of this. They should be because we've seen a lot of this in last seasons of TV shows and and endings for various film series, trilogies, whatever. It's really hard to deliver a universally satisfying finale. And while... Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon, uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some uh, – I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk, hear what they think. So for our little Patreon – Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah. yeah, I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show, where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about some big changes coming to the X Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books uh, the, starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that 
over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review, and I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline across very or my timelines across various social media platforms people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with game of thrones and star wars and, and dc over the years i mean we did an entire entire episode about that and i think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode but anyway uh, this is not going to be a game of thrones podcast we are not here to review season eight of game of thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that but in following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four-hour or almost four-hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, in some ways it does increase my appreciation for Endgame or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame. Coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it's really hard. I don't know if people are aware of this. They should be because we've seen a lot of this in last seasons of TV shows and and endings for various film series, trilogies, whatever. It's really hard to deliver a universally satisfying finale. And while you can never deliver anything that everybody's going to like, I'm not trying to dismiss that there are some people who didn't like Avengers Endgame or even if they liked it, they didn't love it quite as much as everybody else did. But the vast majority of people out there, whether it's fans or critics, seem to be heavily in favor of what happened with Avengers Endgame. They love the movie, and of course, we loved it. So it's that much more impressive when you see how hard it is to deliver a finale. And that's not to compare you know, the quality of the creative choices, but just for things to work out the way that they have with Marvel Studios and with the MCU, and for people to be so satisfied, to have so much positive consensus about Avengers Endgame, that was really hard to do. You know, For Marvel, with 11 years and the 22nd film in this series to deliver a finale that people would find, that so many people would find so satisfying, that was never going to be easy. And I think the degree of difficulty has been highlighted by some of what we've seen uh, with Game of Thrones, but it would also date back, obviously, to other finales that we've seen over the years across television and movies. Uh, it's really freaking hard to do, and Marvel Studios was able to accomplish it with Endgame. Stick, sticking the landing is one of the hardest things to do ever in, in entertainment, I think, with especially when you're doing a overall like saga or series or whatever you know, you're, you want to talk about, because look at something like outside of genre, you know, look at the Sopranos, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. 
had something to say about that and the ending of that series. I personally love, by the way, the ending of The Sopranos. I think it's amazing. Um, excuse me. Yeah, but, I mean, that was divisive, and there wasn't even Twitter. Their, Twitter was alive. It just was barely but not, alive. It, I, it was not what it is. To, I mean, agreed. Yeah, I agreed. I, it's not no, not even close to what it is now. But it was. I remember. In fact, I remember reading Jonathan Hickman's uh, comments about mm. the Sopranos uh, finale. I wasn't watching it at the time. Uh, I watched it a couple of years later when I got when when I think uh, you know like accessibility for all these things became more. You know, I could get the series more. But anyway, but yes, I think you're right. The endings of films and series are very divisive for so many people. Look at uh, The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, that movie is way more split than people, at least in my opinion. And and again, I'm not trying to start up a debate uh, yeah. here or, or, or whatever. But my point is, there's just there's always usually when when there's an ending of something. There's usually a little bit of a backlash or there's there's a lot of people who are unhappy with things that have gone on or or whatever. There's going to be a, a, a fair amount of dissent. Right? Yes. Like, you, and they're usually and, and even with, common. Yeah. Even with Dark Knight Rises where you could say, well, and, and I would say this as the leading defense attorney for the Dark Knight Rises for the past almost seven years now that – most critics still liked it. It's, you know, mid to upper 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. It did fairly well with critics. It did well at the box office. Received, I think, an A Cinema score, which same as Dark Knight got as far as what general audience uh, perception of the film. Uh, but there is still a very vocal, you know, portion of, of fans who weren't happy with it. And even non, like, Batman fans, just more general audience, they're still across social media. There's still a lot of people who will knock that movie. Um, so even as somebody who likes Dark Knight Rises and has defended it and says that the split isn't as large as, as it's made out to be, there is still at least some split, and it's certainly more sizable than what we're seeing with Endgame. Yeah, and I think with when you have all that, right, when you have the Dark Knight Rises and you have, you know, whatever series you want to talk about, the expectations are always going to be high, especially mm-hmm. – if you're following something like, let's say the dark Knight, right? Like you have, it's natural to get those expectations because the previous things were always good. So we're always going in, you know, with, with, with Marvel, it's, it's even more unique because you've got 22 films. Now those films are not always well loved as equals. Right. But I think, but if we look at on a more of a micro level, like a Avengers level, I mean, but most of them are at least well liked. I mean, the, the, Majority no, I, yeah, of Marvel films. I mean, if we're going back into thinking like, well, which ones weren't that well received? It's what Iron Man two and Thor: The Dark World. Maybe to some extent, <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron. I mean, it's out of the twenty one movies ahead of Avengers: Endgame. At most, it's a handful where it's a little more touch and go in terms of who you know how many people like it versus don't like it. And they're all still, by the way, I'm well aware, all fresh ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Majority of critics still at least liked all of those movies. Um, And you know where we stand, by the way, if you've been listening to this podcast for any (laughs) length of time. You know where we... Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yet last night I, I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghostwriter and uh, Damon uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some. Uh, I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So for our little Patreon. Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah. yeah, I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show, where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash/MarvelStudiosNews. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about some big changes coming to the X-Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review. And I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. There's oh man, people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show, you don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. Feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline across ver- or my timelines across various social media platforms people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years I mean we did an entire entire episode about that and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode but anyway uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast we are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that but in following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four-hour or almost four-hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, in some ways it does increase my appreciation for Endgame or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's all been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it's really hard. I don't know if people are aware of this. They should be because we've seen a lot of this in last seasons of TV shows and and endings for various film series, trilogies, whatever. It's really hard to deliver a universally satisfying finale. And while you can never deliver anything that everybody's going to like, I'm not trying to dismiss that there are some people who didn't like Avengers Endgame or even if they liked it, they didn't love it quite as much as everybody else did. But the vast majority of people out there, whether it's fans or critics, seem to be heavily in favor of what happened with Avengers Endgame. They love the movie, and of course, we loved it. So it's that much more impressive when you see how hard it is to deliver 
a finale. And that's not to compare, you know, the quality of the creative choices, but just for things to work out the way that they have with Marvel Studios and with the MCU and for people to be so satisfied, to have so much positive consensus about Avengers Endgame, that was really hard to do, you know, for Marvel with 11 years and the 22nd film in this series to deliver uh, a finale that people would find that so many people would find so satisfying that was never going to be easy and i think the degree of difficulty has been highlighted by some of what we've seen uh, with game of thrones but it would also date back obviously to other finales that we've seen over the years across television and movies uh, it's really freaking hard to do and marvel studios was able to accomplish it with endgame Stick, sticking the landing is one of the hardest things to do ever in, in entertainment, I think, with especially when you're doing a overall like saga or series or whatever, you know, you're, you you want to talk about. Because look at something like outside of genre, you know, look at The Sopranos, right? Everyone mm-hmm. had something to say about that and the ending of that series. I personally love, by the way, the ending of The, of the Sopranos. I think it's amazing. Um, excuse me. Yeah, but, I mean that was divisive, and there wasn't even Twitter. Twitter was alive. It just was barely but not, alive. It, it was not what it is. To, I mean, agreed. Yeah, I agreed. I, it's not no, not even close to what it is now. But it was. I remember. In fact, I remember reading Jonathan Hickman's uh, comments about surprise. Mm. Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet last night I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon, uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some uh, I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat. So I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So for our little Patreon Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah. yeah, I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show where I'll talk about more about it later, but it's also available at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about some big changes coming to the X-Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X books uh, starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame spoiler review. And I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Oh, uh, <laughs> no man. man. There's, oh, man, Ooh. people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline across very or my timelines across various social media platforms people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with Game of Thrones and Star Wars and, and DC over the years I mean we did an entire entire episode about that and I think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode but anyway uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast we are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that. 
But in following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four-hour or almost four-hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, in some ways it does increase my appreciation for Endgame or just highlights uh, what they were able, what the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and Kevin Feige and everybody at Marvel, what they were able to accomplish with Avengers Endgame. Coming into this year, it's been a very popular thing to note that 2019 is almost the year of the pop culture finale. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. It's the end of an era for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the end of the Skywalker saga for Star Wars. And so it's all been all about endings this year for some of the major pop culture franchises that are out there. And it's really hard. I don't know if people are aware of this. They should be because we've seen a lot of this in last seasons of TV shows and and endings for various film series, trilogies, whatever. It's really hard to deliver a universally satisfying finale. And while you can never deliver anything that everybody's going to like, I'm not trying to dismiss that there are some people who didn't like Avengers Endgame or even if they liked it, they didn't love it quite as much as everybody else did. But the vast majority of people out there, whether it's fans or critics, seem to be heavily in favor of what happened with Avengers Endgame. They love the movie, and of course, we loved it. So it's that much more impressive when you see how hard it is to deliver a finale. And that's not to compare you know, the quality of the creative choices, but just for things to work out the way that they have with Marvel Studios and with the MCU, and for people to be so satisfied, to have so much positive consensus about Avengers Endgame, that was really hard to do. You know, For Marvel, with 11 years and the 22nd film in this series to deliver uh, a finale that people would find, that so many people would find so satisfying, that was never going to be easy. And I think the degree of difficulty has been highlighted by some of what we've seen uh, with Game of Thrones, but it would also date back, obviously, to other finales that we've seen over the years across television and movies. Uh, It's really freaking hard to do, and Marvel Studios was able to accomplish it with Endgame. Sticking the landing is one of the hardest things to do ever in in entertainment, I think, with especially when you're doing a overall like saga or series or whatever you know, you're, you want to talk about, because look at something like outside of genre, you know, look at the Sopranos, right? Everyone mm-hmm. had something to say about that. And the ending of that series, I personally love, by the way, the ending of the Sopranos, I think it's amazing. Um, excuse me. Yeah. But, I mean, that was divisive and there wasn't even Twitter. Their, Twitter was alive. It just was barely but not, alive. It, I, it was not what it is. To, I mean, agreed. Yeah, I agreed. I, it's not, no, not even close to what it is now, but it was, I remember, in fact, I remember reading Jonathan Hickman's uh, comments about Mm. the Sopranos uh, finale. I wasn't watching it at the time. Uh, I watched it a couple years later when I got when when I think uh, you know accessibility for all these things became more. You know, I could get the series more. But anyway, but yes, I think you're right. The endings of films and series are very divisive for so many people. Look at uh, The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, that movie is way more split than people, at least in my opinion. And and again, I'm not trying to start up a debate uh, yeah. here or, or, or whatever, but my point is there's just there's always – usually when, when there's an ending of something – there's usually a little bit of a backlash or there's there's a lot of people who are unhappy with things that have gone on or or whatever. There's going to be a, I, a fair amount of dissent. Right? Yes. Like, and they're usually and, and even with, common. Yeah. Even with Dark Knight Rises where you could say, well, 
and, and I would say this as the leading defense attorney for The Dark Knight Rises for the past almost seven years now, that <laughs> most critics still liked it. It's, you know, mid to upper 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. It did fairly well with critics. It did well at the box office. Received, I think, an A Cinema score, which same as Dark Knight got as far as what general audience uh, perception of the film. Uh, but there is still a very vocal, you know, portion of, of fans who weren't happy with it. And even non like Batman fans, just more general audience, they're still across social media. There's still a lot of people who will knock that movie. Um, so even as somebody who likes Dark Knight Rises and has defended it and says that the split isn't as large as, as it's made out to be, there is still at least some split and it's certainly more sizable than what we're seeing with Endgame. Yeah. And I think with, when you have all that, right, when you have the Dark Knight Rises and you have, you know, whatever series you want to talk about, the expectations are always going to be high, especially mm-hmm. if you're following something like, let's say, the Dark Knight, right? Like you have it's natural to get those expectations because the previous things were always good. So we're always going in you know, with 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 Marvel. It's, it's even more unique because you've got 22 films now. Yeah. Those films are not always well loved as equals, right? But I think, but if we look at on a more of a micro level, like a Avengers level, I mean, but most of them are at least well liked. I mean, the the no, majority I, yeah, of Marvel of films. I mean, if we're going back into thinking like, well, which ones weren't that well received? It's what Iron Man two and Thor: The Dark World, maybe to some extent, <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron. I mean, it's. Out of the 21 movies ahead of Avengers Endgame, at most it's a handful where it's a little more touch and go in terms of who, you know, how many people like it versus don't like it. And they're all still, by the way, I'm well aware, all fresh ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Majority of critics still at least liked all of those movies. Um, And you know where we stand, by the way, if you've been listening to this podcast for any (laughs) length of time, you know where we Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined as always by Paul Herman. How you doing, Paul? I am doing well. I'm, I'm reading a lot of uh, Son of Satan Marvel comic books recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, last night I, I dived into the character because of our conversation last week about Ghost Rider and uh, Damon, uh, Damon Hellstrom mm-hmm. getting their own Hulu show. So I got kind of excited. I, and so I've been diving into that. I've even put some... Uh, I started to get one discussion to go into the Marvel Discord chat, so I made sure people uh, can you know know what I was reading. I want to talk hear what they think. So, for our little Patreon Patreon plug, if you will. So yeah, yeah I'm doing well reading comic books. Yeah, that was our Patreon uh, credit scene uh, last week. For more information on our Patreon tiers, you can continue listening to the show where I'll talk about more about it later. But it's also available at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. Uh, this week's Patreon credit scene, by the way, we're going to be talking about. Some big changes coming to the X-Men comics, and we're going to try and take a little bit of an MCU angle on that and see how things may be connected with Jonathan Hickman getting ready to come in and lead the X-Books starting this summer. So we're going to be talking more about that over on the Patreon. For this episode, uh, it's going to be a follow-up episode to our Avengers Endgame Spoiler review, and I'm really glad to hear you're doing well, Paul. I'm actually feeling more relieved this week than anything else. 
Uh, I'm just really glad we're not a Game of Thrones podcast this week. Oh, uh, <laughs> kidding, man. man. There's, oh, man, Ooh. people are so upset and so upset with each other. I mean, I understand being upset with the show. You don't like the show or whatever's going on, but people are just so mad. I mean, we were joking off the air. It feels like Marvel is like the last thing, the last major pop culture thing that people can talk about without getting very mad at each other. I mean, I'm sure some of that happens, but it doesn't appear to be uh, as prevalent, at least not in my timeline across very or my timelines across various social media platforms people don't seem to be as angry with one another uh, as they're having conversations about things as we've seen with game of thrones and star wars and, and dc over the years i mean we did an entire entire episode about that and i think almost a year ago uh, we did that episode but anyway uh, this is not going to be a Game of Thrones podcast. We are not here to review season eight of Game of Thrones or talk about any creative decisions about that. But in following up with our spoiler thoughts on Endgame and how much we loved that movie and raved about it in our four hour or almost four hour spoiler review, Paul, seeing what has happened with Game of Thrones this season and the way people are reacting to it and just how divisive it's been, uh, 